I say let's go. Oh, are we doing this? Oh, okay. I'm in. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're doing it. Let's get motivated. Yeah, it's, uh, well, I'll give you the quick recap on our uh, itinerary for the day. Is, uh, we went to church. We hit balls. It's hot. About ready to throw down some sweet podcast action. And uh, cicadas became a problem because uh, you can't just have a constant buzz in the background. We here at The Average Minute really do care about sound yeah. quality. It's who and we are. As you can tell, we uh, put a lot of effort into, <laughs> yeah. you know. Ma- making sure you, the listener, is not bothered by background noise. Uh, production value yeah. um, is of the utmost importance here at The Average Minute. So, uh, nonetheless, we are here in The Average uh, average Minute World Headquarters, uh, sweating our ass off in the backyard. Uh, I guess it's better than sweating our ass off at church. It would be, it'd be the yeah, same thing, but it's a little it's quieter. It's more sitting versus standing with yeah. no cicadas. A little quieter. So here we are. Welcome to the Average Minute. It's uh, just me and Bob. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Whip, you know, he has uh, obligations. So now that we've got on the uh, Thursday schedule... And it's as a, I uh, uh, a cheap shot at Whip a few times, uh, one thing once we close the podcast, uh, Average and I 100% would be doing exactly what Whip's doing right now if roles are reversed. So, 100%. Uh, I used to, uh, I used to drive my, uh, I used to take my granddaughter to daycare and pick her up every day because, you know, her mother's work schedule. Um, you know, so I mean, it. You do what you got to yeah. do, man. Family For first. Sure. Family first. 100%. So. No judgment. We just like to, uh, you know, poke, um, poke fun. Yeah, busting balls is necessary. That's part of the, the fun. Yeah. Don't have friends, really. Right. Yeah. Shame <laughs> on you for having friends. Uh, speaking of, good morning, Missy. Good morning, Missy. Bangs look great. Uh, Eyebrows, I, totally normal. Uh, that one's a little twisted up on the side. If you could just, you know, tweak that a touch, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to go to work all... <laughs> Which eyebrow is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, because we can totally see. Yeah, we can totally see. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Whip uh, gave us access to all the cameras <laughs> <laughs> up in the uh, the Whip household. So <sighs> there's that. So, um, yeah, well, without much of an agenda uh, for this week's podcast, we're just trying to get some uh, some content out there. I, I didn't even have a lesson uh, this week due to the holiday. Uh, happy birthday, America. Um, America, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, we were we were busy, man. We had uh, spent four days in Havasu, um, you know, soaking up the sun, enjoying a uh, little time off. Enjoying the freedom. Enjoying... 113-degree um, <laughs> lake weather with no wind. <laughs> right. Hey, at least we were in the water, yeah. which which is nice. Uh, you know who else was in the water? Uh, Roland and the tranny. Yeah, we did have a Roland and the tranny appearance. Uh. <laughs> I see. All right, let me let me go ahead and preface this by oh, yeah, yeah. by give context. Uh, listen, well, what I was going to say is we don't make an effort to always have a tranny story here on the average minute. It's not. Um, it's not the average minute and tranny corner. Uh, trannies uh, just. Tend to find us, or, or me, rather, yeah. uh, for don't, whatever, whatever don't you, that's worth. Don't you put that meat on me. <laughs> um, but you were there when Roland and the Tranny found us. The original Roland and the Tranny visit, yes. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, the, the initial trip this year 
of you guys seeing him was fortunately me safe at home getting a picture. <laughs> uh, they did not make contact this year. Um, I just so happened to look across the sandbar and went, holy shit, I can't even believe that they that he is still alive, yeah. first of all, and he's still towing that boat anchor. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, quite shocking. Now, I will say Mrs. Average did threaten anyone in everyone's lives to, if you even make eye contact to make them think they know us, I will kill you here and um, you will be floating down the river. Right. There was, uh, those were, yeah, harsh words, but uh, definitely called for. You you don't want to spend the day <laughs> with uh, Roland and the tranny out at the sandbar. Yeah. Um, interesting characters, uh, to say the least, but um, how can I, how can I, uh, Make this short and sweet to give people some background on on Roland and the Tranny. Uh, everybody's already listened to the episode, I'm sure, because they listen on everything we say. So just a quick recap on, you know. We, have we who, already who, told the story? Oh, we've told the Roland and the Tranny story. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, well, then I won't bore both of our listeners with telling it again. Yeah. Um, let's, let's just say that uh, it was, uh, <laughs> there was a lot going on that day. <laughs> that was, there's a lot of stories from that day that made y'all think, there's more than one day there. There, it was one day. It was one day. Um, you ever been in a room with a million people? Yeah. Uh, um, you, you slapping wine? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, slapping the bag of wine. Uh, Jameson and the frat boat. Um, yeah, uh, Mrs. Sexy going full prairie dog. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, there was uh, that was all just one day. That was a layered day for sure. For sure. Um, but it, yeah, man, definitely the highlight. I, well, or low light, I suppose, because it was the only thing that we were like, let's not ever do this again. It was basically watching a cop, an episode of Cops, where they pull into the trailer park, but it's yeah. on a boat. It and, was, it was, you know, and, it was like Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. It was like something yeah. out of Trailer Park Boys. But it was just on a boat. And yeah, they went full fisticuffs, uh, pushing in and out of boat, and yeah, we were all just there for our amusement. Oh man, that, uh, yeah, what a scene! Uh, but yeah, so they made an appearance. We haven't seen them. They skipped a year. They we didn't see them. Yeah, they weren't there around. We didn't see them one time last year, and uh, then they were out there almost all weekend uh, this year. Uh, definitely saw the regulars out there. Uh, uh, update on um, Brody. Brody, right with Brody. the uh, <laughs> with the um, perforated uh, scrotum. Yeah. He's, he's able to get in lake water again. Uh, turns out, yep, uh, everything's all stitched back up, and, um, you know, he's full send. Yeah. So I uh, saw him a couple times. He was out there with his uh, lovely wife, and um, uh, I don't know if it's the oldest kid. Anyway. He's going in the Navy. Homeboy's thank joined you for your service. At this point, he's already in. Yeah, he's there. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Tyler. Or we'll call him. Uh, we'll use his real name since he's doing something noble. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Tyler, for uh, you know joining up and protecting our waters, borders, and becoming our third listener. Oil interests and whatnot. So, um, <clears throat> what else? Oh, well, that was our just our you know what we did. We went to Havasu for Fourth of July, like you're supposed to. Uh, America, America, America. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we want to get into some of the sights and sounds. Uh, wasn't nearly as much, uh, you know, how, how will you say, a sniz out there that, <laughs> normally. <laughs> There's usually at least one boat naked in a, yeah. 
a plethora of boats that have nothing but ass hanging out. Um, and uh, we kind of parked where we always park. And it was kind of um, Redneckville. It I was. Guess. Yeah. It was. It was a yeah. little. Uh, yeah. It was a little laid back. It was yeah. cool, which I'm fine with, by the way. I don't need. Look, I I'm at the point in my life where I'm not going to run away from it, <laughs> but I'm certainly not chasing it. You know what I mean? Like if there's that boat that pulls up where you got nothing but pasties and g-strings, like okay, oh man, sorry, I got to look at that all day. But I'm certainly, I'm not, there's definitely parts of the lake that you can, you know, go to, to guarantee yeah, you, yourself yeah. that, that sort of experience. And I am just not, I ain't looking for that. Um, I, I will say our, uh, we, we had a re-encounter with the uh, girl with the lost tooth and this time her tooth is back uh-huh. and she was wearing pasties. Uh, not average minute pasties though. No, no. Hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot we offered her average minute pasties. Yeah, she, she was totally. She, tur- she turned them down. She was totally going to spoil. I'm offended. But, um, you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah, they came over. I feel like they came over a couple of times uh, that weekend just to say hi and how you guys been and whatever. And yeah, 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 yada 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 yada. There was pasties. Yeah, pasties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for the so, four of us that know so, that story. So, John, yeah. uh, yada, yada, yada is a Seinfeld <laughs> reference. Um, anyway, yeah, have you ever yada, yada sex? Uh, never mind. Uh, we definitely didn't yada, I yada. I mentioned the lobster bisque. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, uh, we so, didn't even go to, oh, dude. So, we went full whip. Um I did anyway. Yeah. I went full whip, where, like, uh, I was partied out by the time we came off the water. Um, like there were, so we were out there Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even go to dinner Saturday. Well, on Saturdays when uh, Jessica and I showed up, we knocked on the old door, and you said, "Oh my God, when's the reservation?" I'm like, "In ten minutes." Oh, and then we get there, and uh, everybody from Martini Bay canceled, so there was plenty of room for Dude, anyway. So we had we had our family with it. It was a family day on on Saturday, right? We brought um, brought our granddaughter. She's eight. Um, Big partier, by the way. <laughs> she is she's the life of the party. She is her grandmother's granddaughter. Yeah, right. Like she's kind of life of the party. Um, we had our oldest boy and um, his husband um, out there with us as well. Um, and, you know, I don't know. We we just kind of, it was like, I was partied out. It was the heat, something, just a combination of everything. I got back to the RV and I'm sitting in the recliner and I'm like, holy smokes, you guys showed up and I'm going, you guys better just go to the dinner, go to dinner without us. I need to, you know, Kelly had just gotten in the shower and I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, just pick us, pick us back up, uh, after dinner so we can go to the office. Right. And, um, yeah, I don't remember really anything after that. Like (laughs) my phone was going off, like, you know, nothing. I got nothing. Um, I woke up in bed still wearing my board shorts, um, at like two, three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh, man, and had to go to the bathroom, you know, 
went and unloaded urine. Uh, it didn't, nothing uh, crazy. Just left my board shorts laying on the floor there, crawled back in, just buck naked, right? Crawled back into bed, rolled over, put my arm around Mrs. Average, and uh, come to find out our granddaughter is also in bed with yeah. us. And, <laughs> yeah. and I'm yeah. like, hmm, huh. yeah. this could be problematic. There's, yeah, there's... There's a story she's gonna tell Oprah later. And I had to, uh, I had to like super stealthy, like climb back out of bed and and find some boxer shorts and like, <laughs> yeah, we're not doing this. Uh, so it was a little, yeah, a little iffy there for a second. But um, uh, same same story on um, on Saturday. Well, not the same story, but just man, just partied out, dude. Come off the water. When, once that air conditioning hits you, it's just like. Your, my body goes into shutdown mode and um i just wasn't going i we did no dinner no office no nothing um that was sunday so saturday and sunday and then uh, monday y'all y'all went home after the lake on monday and we went to we went to the office we went to we all went to dinner but then we went to the office afterwards which you ever go to the office on a monday night <laughs> i'm sure it's uh huge yeah I, it was uh it was interesting i was trying to stay awake so i didn't you know play dj for you <laughs> it was um i tried i i tried to get uh get some tunes loaded up on the old uh touch tunes jukebox and um i, I opened it up and there was like 40 songs in <laughs> queue <laughs> and i'm like nah, yeah. I, I don't know how long we're gonna be here i don't know if i'm gonna you know stick around make it through to get an through. hour 20 yeah uh we ended up staying till one, one. <laughs> so it, yeah. it checks out but um yeah we we were like making up for lost time at the office which was decent but uh man the office on a monday though hmm not quite the uh <clears throat> friday saturday the same cast of characters nah, not so much no no there was uh the police showed up and had to oh, yeah. deal with an unruly patron so that's normal but, yeah yeah uh, and Brody's got a, got bailed or no? Uh, they they left. Oh. Yeah, they. No, I, he didn't get hooked up by the police. Oh no! Oh, okay. No, no, <laughs> no. He had. Uh, I'm all. He's got stories, so I just checked. Yeah. Out. Well, he almost. He was telling us. I don't know. Were you there? Yeah. He was telling us that he had an uh, altercation with a uh, patron at, at at the office, uh, like the night before. Um, which I don't know all the details of it. Um, I was kind of like not paying attention little bit i i don't know how many beers into my day it was but i just remember him saying he had to you know have a minor aggressively get somebody to back down right which you know the guy little did the guy know that he could have just you know kicked him in the balls yeah and (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking a nad flick would pretty much it would have been over he didn't have to do much right uh what else well, that's pretty much the recap of the weekend for the most part yeah we did, it was a very uneventful for fourth of july yeah, well it's weird because you know fourth of july is on a tuesday yeah you know and yet i think like half the crowd was out normal weekend like saturday was pretty busy sunday was like you know pretty busy not crazy for a holiday though uh, monday meh monday was like a regular saturday yeah you know it really wasn't anything to you know it was just weird it was a it's a weird 
misplaced holiday this year. So and with as hot as it is, it's hard to get four days in a row. Dude, of the it's lake it's rough, with it man. Being that hot, it's rough. Um, yeah, just it takes a lot out of you. Like it's not like I was drinking copious amounts of alcohol. It just yeah, I wasn't drinking either. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the the sun working on you all day and just ah man, like it takes it takes so much out of you to do that. But um, uh, it's worth it. At least uh, the nice thing is that no matter how hot it is, you can always plunge into sixty what eight degree water. Um, I feel like it was, I don't know, yeah, something, 70, uh, like, it, it was refreshing. Yeah, for sure. I'm in. So. Uh, so that pretty much, uh, that'll, that'll sum up our weekend that y'all missed. Uh, so no golf at all. Uh, no golf. Uh, we did go to, uh, church tonight before we came to the average minute. Uh, we're both having problems with the, uh, track man not accepting our, uh, chipping shots from a hundred yards. Yeah, when you're, when you're doing the, uh. When you're trying to play the course. Simulator, which yeah. Is, uh, you know, I'm going to. I'm gonna vote down a little. That's gonna go in my Yelp review. Uh, but I thought I was hitting the ball pretty well, very similar to how I was hitting at Sterling Grove a while back. I'm looking forward to. I get a tournament coming up at. Well, uh, damn! I at uh, where am I playing? Cordobella. I need to change my power rankings then, because you just jinxed yourself. Yeah, I jinxed myself for sure. I was, uh, so uh, that's pretty much recap of lessons. Uh, we're gonna turn it over to uh, Average for his. Uh, he went power rankings so he could jinx everybody. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, no. try, I'm trying to reverse jinx his jinx that he's jinxing me. <laughs> I didn't do a. Uh, I didn't do a deep dive into the um, our MGA chapter, and and I was just kind of taking a look at. Who's in the field? Uh, currently, we're at like 56 people registered. Really? For a Prescott tournament? For the Prescott That's tournament. Uh, the Bastards. We, or not the Bastards. The uh, the Bradish yeah. coming up. Uh, not this weekend, but th- the next weekend. Which, by the way, if you're not registered, if you're not signed up yet, get your ass signed up. Prescott's a great weekend. Uh, we're playing the North Course at Antelope Hills. Uh, 65 American. Um, PayPal. Yeah. Uh, friends and family. No goods and services. Right. And by the way, I will have, if you didn't see, uh, you know, Facebook post, I will have the hats. Uh, they're getting delivered to the Average Minute World Headquarters tomorrow. Uh, so get your order in for the hat because I did not order a hat for everybody in the chapter. Like I went with a standard amount. So uh, get your order in because they will go fast, I feel like. So, um, but that being said, it's our last major of the season. Um, I did. I put some uh, kind of rough power rankings together, just going off of. Uh, so there's some players in here that might take offense to not being on the list. And um, name 15 people better than me. Uh, he, listen, <laughs> if you're not on the list, and you're one of those guys, and uh, I feel like you you know who you are. Best way to put it, nobody. So what you want to do is you want to call SNS Pest Control <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for all your pest control and weed abatement needs. As long as you're west of the 101, uh, yeah, Scott Stafford Hill gets you taken care of. But I didn't put people like Scott Stafford in there um, into the power rankings because it, it is so hard for them to win a tournament because of how many penalties they're just too good. They're, yeah. you're, you can be too good for the league, right? Yeah. You're either going to DQ or you're going to have so many goddamn penalty strokes that. You know, somebody else comes in and shoots a, you know, decent round with no strokes or only a couple, and they're going to win, right? 
Yeah, I was thinking uh, so, if we drop skins out of our little program, how many people would we lose that right. are in strokes? Because, I mean, Stafford, I know, shows up mostly because the skin spot's pretty damn good. Uh, Dallas always wins a few skins. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that. well, nobody, nobody's even, that's not even on the table. But what I'm saying is um, don't be offended if I didn't put you in the power rankings uh, to win the... Um, uh, to be fair, if we did power rankings for the FU... Uh, that guy would have never been in the power Meanwhile, rankings. first time I ever clicked on his profile in the uh, West Valley, you know, chapter page. Uh huh. Doctor Z. So oh. easier to just call him that because nobody knows how to say his last that's name anyway. Why he so Doctor yeah, Z, because yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's in there. Uh, so first, Bruce Morrill. Uh, Bruce has been playing really well. Uh, his handicap is down because he was injured for a while, so mm-hmm. he doesn't have the penalty strokes that technically he should have. Right. He's uh, playing better than his handicap. Yeah. And um, and then he is uh, retired and living in uh, Sun City, Grand Area, and playing every freaking day. Plays yeah, Granite man. Falls and yeah. plays yeah, so he's playing Cimarron, some tough courses all those courses. He's getting, he's getting the play in. So, yeah, I, I agree with that one. Uh, somebody else I like for the Bradish... Uh, uh, sometimes referred to as uh, PJ Escobar, uh, we'll call him CJ for uh, this uh, context. Or who the fuck is LJ? Who the fuck is LJ? Um, um, LJ has the game always. Um, it's just a matter of when he's hitting it, he's hitting it. Right. When he's not, he's not. But I mean, more often than not, he does hit it well. And then uh, as let's go slug index. The guy takes more time lining up and figuring out a putt than pretty much anybody in the MGA, but he freaking makes a lot of twenty footers. So what are you gonna say? You right, can't, you can't shit on him if he's right. It's um, I watched. I was uh, he was my partner at the uh, Bastards. That was the one at Sundance. Uh-huh. And um, I mean, I that was his DQ round, wasn't it? It was, yeah. and he he barely DQ'd, but a DQ is a DQ. But it's one of those if yeah, he, he goes in there, he, he thought he booted an eighty. He goes in there, shoots an eighty, eighty one. <laughs> yeah. He's probably going to win the tournament, yeah. right? So and that uh, course sets up pretty good for his his game for sure because he he keeps it in the middle. Uh, other guy, I I have some uh, inside information on um, John Whipple, who uh, sets no the scoring. Oh, no, uh, I've been talking to his swing coach. And I know that he just recently had an equipment change, changed uh, oh, equipment I know exactly sponsors. Who you're talking about. Yeah, so uh, he's going back to his old sponsor, and uh, yeah. that's the equipment he used to run before. And uh, yeah, I see him. His, his game has been pretty steady. I'll let you uh, say it once I get done. Uh, but he always played those clubs before and played really well. He switched to. He went. He he became a. PXG team player like ourselves. So, like most tour pros, goes yeah. PXG for like 10 minutes yeah. and then goes, yeah, fuck this. Then, uh, <laughs> I'm out on PXG. Uh, to spoil it even further, uh, we all share a coach. Yeah. Uh, swing coach uh, yeah. says says some good things. Um, we got Matt Mylan in there yeah. in the power rankings. I think it's uh, it's one of those where... I think he gets a little stiff in the tournaments. Um, uh, the tough thing for Matt is uh, he's got to keep his head together because he's got the game. It's and even our coach will tell you it's it's the head thing, which I do it on chipping, so it's, I'm not shitting on anybody. I I know where, I know where he's at, uh, but if he just hit ball there, don't think anything else, he'll he'll 
he'll win going away. Right. Yeah, and and his handicap is not to where he's... Uh, he, he when he signed up, he had like nine or ten penalty strokes, which is too many for him. That was way too many. Uh, and now he's down, I think, at like three or four, maybe. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's one of those. If he, if he, again, three, I mean, he he can shoot eighty on the button at Antelope Hills. If he comes in there with a smooth eighty, eighty-one, eighty-two, even, yeah. he's in the he's in the I conversation. Think, I think right? something eighty-five, eighty-five-ish, sub eighty-five, something eighty-three, eighty-five is going to win it. Which, which, uh, so so we got Doctor Z in there coming off of a win. Yeah. At the FU, uh, also going from the tips though. Uh, you know that's true. Um, so I don't know. What I, is the the dis- we know the T box difference from the from the tips. I don't know the difference in the it, from the tips. It's like seven seventy. Well, we're playing from like six five hundred, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like seventy two. Ouch, seventy three, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Uh, but hey, he could do a Brian Kleinhans and fucking hold himself together. I mean, he he played the tips at Spring yeah. Grove and, and still plays. Was in the conversation, yeah. So so I got him in there, and then um, kind of a. I didn't bump him down. I got my sleeper picks uh, next, but I didn't. This guy graduated from the sleeper picks because I'm going. You know what? I feel like he's won here before. Oh, that guy. Um, <laughs> it. I. I think he won in a putt off. Do we talk too much? Is how I know all your people are. <laughs> is, is that the problem? <laughs> um, he's kind of one of those guys where he's always, you know, in the mix. Um, you know, we don't talk about him a whole lot on the podcast. Um, but he's he's always I feel like he should always be in the conversation when it comes to um you know who's got a chance, right? Uh-huh. I'm going with uh Ted Williams. Uh, I like for um I was actually wrong on who I was guessing, but uh Ted uh does play Prescott very well from when I've been there before. Uh and yeah, he's he's steady, very steady. I haven't I haven't played with him, I played with Gary several times. Yeah. Uh, and Gary also has a very steady game too. Right. Well, and I didn't, I didn't pick Gary only because. So we don't I want to chase like him because he's got to take care of her. When, <laughs> when when Ted won, when Ted won, it was a putt off between him and Gary. I was say, that was with Gary, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So um, those two, uh, yeah, they'll. I feel yeah. like they'll probably be paired together or something, which only helps them play yeah. better. Especially Ted. It'll be weird if they get randomly paired together. That's that almost never happens. Yeah, it's, uh, that is weird. Uh, the randomizer yeah. on the MGA site is, uh, yeah. Um, as far as sleeper picks go, so kind of a dark horse situation. Um, how about Tree Man? Uh, Tree Man always has a game. He's he's. I would not say this not this season though. You look at his scores. He hasn't shot. He hasn't broken a hundred this year in the MGA. Uh, you think that might be uh, one of those? Uh, let me get my handicap in the right I, spot. You know, I, just, I'm not you know. saying. I'm just saying. Well, uh, this brings me to one of the topics I want. If to If he wants bring to qualify up. for Worlds, he's got to step up. He's got to win something. He's got to get on the money list. So if he is padding his handicap, he needs to. He needs to do something. So I got him in there. But I mean, you can. He's got the game for like, when, like all the when we play a major for those of you who aren't in West Valley, we play from sixty four, sixty five hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, our regular tournaments are usually sixty one, sixty two, which is where the rest of you MGA people usually play your ma- majors. I hope uh, I see a lot of fifty nine hundred yards. Which, gosh, I would dominate if I could just you know, drive every <laughs> green. Uh, they're all par threes. 
<laughs> okay, okay, Bryson. Uh, Augusta National yeah. is basically a par 65 for me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, DQ. <laughs> or, like, miscut. Yeah, yeah, just miscut, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Tree, Tree definitely has the game. I, To me, I, I, if he's shooting over 100, it's tactical. Would be, I well, would say. so so here's here's the thing, and if you recall, uh, if you listen all the way back to uh, episode number five, maybe it's like talking to a tree. Uh-huh. Remember how prepared he was for the podcast? Oh yeah, and then how much prep work he did for Worlds going in there with all kind of swinging oh, yeah. dick, yeah, and shit the bed <laughs> <laughs> all over the place, yeah. right? And you look at his event finishes, I mean, and his scores, starting at Worlds, it's like 105, 108, so you 102. Think the, uh, like, the pressure of Worlds, I don't, the excellent podcast, mind you, that was, right. uh, well, well we, he just did it. Uh, do you think that, that put so much pressure on himself that now he's... He's got performance anxiety. You know, we need some, uh, you on, know, blue chew or something. On <laughs> on paper, <laughs> it looks like there was a switch flipped, and all of a sudden he's he's playing like average motherfucking Johnson, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm hoping that it's just a patting your handicap situation, which not really because I don't like when people do that. Yeah. Because it, let's just go out there and play golf. You know, if you get better, you're better. Yeah. Right. Um, which takes me to um, my next guy, Greg Houston. I have in there as a as a sleeper, even though, like, um, based based on Greg Houston's performances in Prescott. Well, the, but that was at Prescott Country Club. He also won Antelope Hills South last year. Did he win the South Court? Yeah, oh, that's right. That's, that's where he got ticket. his golden ticket. All right, so he's defending so he, champion. He, he's a he's a Prescott. So he shouldn't ringer. be in there as a sleeper. I'm yeah. just looking at his event finishes this year. He hasn't been doing so very well. In the um, in the tournaments so far this season, he is the defending champion, but going on his recent track record, I, but I still picked him as a as a dark horse just I'd, because I put him pretty much in any tournament we have. But uh, from playing with him in both pre- in the Prescott Country Club, I pl- played with him in that tournament, and uh, I mean he DQ'd it. It's right, good shot a seventy six. Yeah. Which yeah. is best best round of his life, but you know there there's something to that altitude, or you know the trees, or you know something. The fresh he, air. He just plays better, so I would. I mean, granted, we we're at north instead of south for you know I've seen that post so many times. It's like, dude, it's north. Geez, stop asking. Anyway, was that out loud? Uh, north is different than south. There's a lot of trees lining each thing. Uh, I forget what hole it is, but uh, if you push it just anywhere at all right, you're going to be across the road in OB. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, guess, guess how I know that? Uh, yeah. What what is that hole number five? I think so. Yeah. Where you get up on the tee box and you're like, oh, I'll just yeah. I, I can miss right. I'm just like rope it because there's yeah. all kind of room yeah, out there to the right. right. Yeah. Sure. As long as I get past the trees, it's going to be wide open. Yeah, oh no, there's those white PVC poles. It's that, out of bounds. That are a problem. It's the other course. Um. Yeah, so anyway, I got so my next dark horse, my last one, kind of a sleeper dark horse situation. Um, dude's been actually making improvements um, over the last, I don't know, however many months. Has decent history at the North Course. I actually won money. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually won money yeah. off of him. Yeah. 
the I, first time he was at the North Course. Yeah, that's, that's what North Cuts get for talking shit, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, complete swing overhaul. I've, I've also talked to his swing coach. Yeah. And um, Same guy. And, uh, yeah, he's been, he's been making improvements. Um, had a round at Sterling Grove recently, not in the MGA, but um, would have DQ'd. Or no. No. No, not would have DQ'd. But at, at a course like Sterling Grove. Uh, one going away. Right. So, uh, Bob Mooney, how about that for a sleeper pick? Um, it's way too much pressure. I'm going to fold like a lawn chair. Uh, <laughs> Is this the reverse uh, chance? Yeah, I, I already feel like... I have no, no chance. Just talking about number five, I already just drove it into the fairway on the wrong hole and uh, taking my two strokes and moving on. Well, uh, if you're hitting driver off that tee... Oh, yeah. You, shame you shame think, on you. You think I'm not? Did you, did you watch the way I was uh, drawing the ball today? <laughs> So you're gonna go <laughs> yeah. cut it around? Yeah, I'm cutting. Around. I'm going right at those draw trees. Draw it around and the trees. Draw right back into the fairway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a practice round, right? No, no. Well, if you <laughs> want to take Friday off yeah. and go up yeah. and play the practice round with Whip, yeah. then yeah. yeah. So uh, that's it for my picks. Uh, again, if you were left out, if you were left off the list, uh, don't get your feelings hurt. There's uh, good reason. I did consider everybody. The only thing I would uh, point out was a conversation I had with uh, SNS Pest Control. He was asking me because there's a, our other league has a tournament the same days, which one to play in. And I, when I commented, of, well, if you need to qualify for Worlds, you're going to need to play all the MJ events. And his comment was, everybody's too good. He's all, you're going to go ahead and win an event, as in me, and Ken's going to win an event too. And so I can't compete with that. And I'm going, you think we're going to win? <laughs> <laughs> I've said it before. I'm just happy being there. <laughs> I've I've beat this dead horse so many times. The FU is the only one I give a shit about winning. I'm not saying, dude. If I'm if I'm in contention, like I'm not I'm not going to try not to win. But I'm not out there to to bring home the the Claret jugs or or the douchebag or the you know any of these. Yeah, my my only motivation towards winning on anything, any tournament, not any one in particular. Is I finished fourth in four tournament or f- finished second in four tournaments, right? And it's like I'd like to just not be a bridesmaid one time. Yeah, for sure. I have two. I have two um, fourth place finishes this season. I'm currently sitting six on the money list in the chapter, and that's my only motivation is keep yeah. inside the top ten. I know that that worlds uh, generally goes past the top yeah. ten, but I want to guarantee my spot in worlds so i just i'm just looking to stay inside the top 10 if i can just keep getting tiny checks that's my only that's my only goal yeah you're you're basically two places away i mean two tournaments placing away to pretty much locking yourself in right uh, my first year i ended up playing board harry but i only played four events but i was in the top 10 yeah in money because i placed in you qualified yeah yeah, as far as i qualified money wise i just didn't have enough tournaments in right and for those you don't know you got to play Five tournaments total in the MGA career. lifetime career, and then you have to play at least three the season yep. in order to be in Worlds. Yeah, so if you've been in the chapter for more than one season, um, yeah, you're all, already in. Basically, all you have to do is is play three tournaments. But if you want to get into the Worlds field, you got to be in the top ten to top fifteen on the chapter money list. Uh, bigger or, chapters have a, a wider spread. Your smaller chapters don't. Uh, but if like our chapter. If you're 
sub 20, you got a good shot. Yeah, if you're in the team. Yeah. Because you're going to have Whip's going to be up in there anyway, and he doesn't count. Whip's automatically he's, he's automatically in. in. You got the Born Harry grads, which we always usually do four or five. Right. And whoever, so whichever got, of us is up there. So you there. got, you got uh, Sexy Ocho. He's already. Yeah. He's, he's, he's yeah. guaranteed in yeah. because he played in through Born Harry. You're guaranteed yeah. in because you played in through Born uh, Harry. Weaver's in. Weaver's in because he played in through Born. So, like, these are all guys that if they end up in the top 10 of the money list, they don't count. So. Yeah. It just moves it further down. So right. I think we're having a really good showing at Worlds uh, with who we got uh, already in, basically, from the winners. Uh, I, I do think Bruce, being from Vegas and probably playing Revere way more, is probably one of our best shots to have a champ, basically. Mm. All right. Although I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Morley just threw up in his mouth with that thought process. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this guy's our champion. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. Listen, I don't give a, I don't give a shit who from our chapter brings home the belt. If it's somebody from our chapter, like I, it was funny. I was telling uh, Mrs. Average, we were out. Uh, you're kidding. We were out at the lake, and uh, and we were talking about worlds. And I'm just going, if one of us wins the fucking belt this year, like it'll it'll be the first time in my career that I will have ever called in sick at all. Because ain't no way I'm going to work Monday doing the drive of shame Fuck no. on Sunday <laughs> yeah. so I can go to work on Monday. Like, I will stay the extra day if one of us wins because uh, it's going to be that kind of a party. Yeah. Right? Anybody with the West Valley logo wins that belt, I'm calling out on Monday. Like, that's no, no question, right? So... I'm fine either way because you know I just sit in the passenger seat unconscious, so it doesn't matter to me. But dude, I <laughs> I won't even wake up Sunday if if that if that happens. Like it's I yeah, I'm pretty sure CJ and I still wonder how the hell you got us back from Mesquite. Just yeah, you know, so <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, you know. Um, I'm the, sorry, PJ Escobar. <laughs> it, it, you know, Adderall. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. Well, so that's our, that's our preview for the, uh, the Bradish Open coming up. Again, if you're not signed up, um, the trophy is the Claret Jugs, which, uh, the second best trophy in the yeah. NGA. Um, definitely get signed up for that. Hey, and prove me wrong, too. If you're one of these guys that is like, oh, motherfucker, I'm going to go out and win that tournament. How come I didn't make the power rankings? Uh, just prove me wrong. Oh, and to be fair, I think, uh, what, I would have guessed Craig No on the AMM is pretty much the only one I would have guessed winner-wise. The rest of them, I mean, the reason why I'd say Craig No is because it's a Sun City course and he lives there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, you got... Bruce winning Sterling Grove, I what? didn't see that coming. What? Uh, and then Fu, Doctor Z, I just wanted to say that because you're never getting called by your last name ever again. Um, and then uh, who won the CJDQ'd? Oh, who won Sun- the Bastards? Yeah. Shit, who yeah. did win the Bastards? There was a guy with a name that won. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like ringing a bell. Oh, you know what? Because um, I feel like there was a. It was like a tie, but then I feel like Aaron Webb 
left, so he wasn't. Oh yeah, he couldn't do the tie. Yeah, he forfe- yeah. he yeah. forfeited the putoff. Yeah, because he wasn't there. Because he yeah, wasn't there. Right. Um, so so that other guy won. Yeah, the yeah. other guy. Good job, other guy. Yeah. Yeah, you. <laughs> you. Guy who won that isn't Aaron Webb. Today but. we salute you, Mr. I can't remember your name, tournament winner guy. And this is why we need Whip at these, because he'd be up on the computer and telling us who it is. I can't go on my phone because uh, I'm running the podcast uh, on my phone. I can't go on my phone because it's way over there. <laughs> yeah, uh, audio, that, that, one guy, that one guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a great job, though. <laughs> That's like I thought about. I, so we were talking to we were talking to Brody uh, out at the river, and uh, we were talking about uh, you know we got a great great idea for the for the podcast, and it's totally not podcast like audio medium quality at all. Um, <laughs> talking about uh, back in the day because we're all of the generation where we actually had phones that like mounted on the wall or were oh, yeah. corded in somehow like wired to you know hard line and you'd ha- you'd get the pleasure of hanging the fuck up on somebody <laughs> like, <laughs> you know <laughs> click like and you and you'd have to listen to that if you were on the receiving end whereas nowadays like we got these stupid you know phones and it's like you don't get the same kind of satisfaction where you you know you pull the phone away from from your face and you're like the fuck you are and it just goes and it's just silent yeah, just and you're like done. Uh, did we lose connection? Like, what, what's going on? Um, and it totally doesn't work for an audio medium, you know, because you have to have the visual of, of sitting there going, the fuck you are, and hitting the button. And, uh, yeah, so that's our uh, failed attempt at actually pre-producing a bit for the uh, <laughs> for the average minute. So uh, appreciate it, Brody. But, uh, yeah, Brody. Uh, we'll, we'll take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Christ. All right. Um, I'm going to take a... Um, I got to go visit the uh, <clears throat> average fire hydrant, and uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. Wow, I barely met the fire hydrant. <laughs> uh, by the way, for those of you who are stumped and didn't look, Brian Kleinhans won. Uh, that's right. And I almost said that, but then I was like, ah, oh, Which man. is really sad and shows that we may drink too much because uh, we mentioned that he had a play from the tips. <laughs> we <earlier>. literally, <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, Kleinon yeah, had, yeah. had a play from the tips. Uh, why is that? <laughs> why he, did he play from the tips? Because he weird. won the fucking bastards. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, that was a lot of beers ago. So, um, so I put out, not really a poll question, just kind of a, uh, you know, topic of conversation earlier today uh talking about uh, let's let's get into just talking about golf right and um what's the best advice that you ever got not and we're not talking you know professional lessons you know that that sort of thing i don't mean like oh yeah come in shallow and swing out into out and whatever i i mean you're on the course and you got to either an old guy or you know what's the best advice that you've ever gotten uh the advice that i got when i was playing uh years ago at uh, the Lynx course in Paso robles is the guy basically was telling me that you really need to time that wrist snap better <laughs> and uh i've worked on that and uh man when you time that wrist snap you smash that ball <laughs> uh but when you don't time it it could go anywhere you never know 
And then I will say that, you know, in case you don't listen and context purposes, uh, going to lessons for as long as I have, good, you know, 15, 20 lessons deep, um, there is no wrist snap. <laughs> and that's going to be the ongoing joke forever for those of you who don't know. I was told there's a wrist snap, and I've told a lot of people there's a wrist snap. I told our instructor there's a wrist snap. There is no wrist snap. <laughs> Turns out. Uh... And so, I guess, I mean, you said good advice. I'm going good and bad advice on this one. Uh... <laughs> time. You really got to time <laughs> yeah. the wrist snap perfectly. Uh, oh, yeah, watching uh, Hefe's uh, look on his face like, do you know how difficult it would be to try to time <laughs> flipping your wrists you're swinging at 100 miles an hour, and you're going to flip your wrist just a little bit faster? Uh, yeah, it goes farther when it works. <laughs> it goes into houses when it doesn't. <laughs> right. So. Um, well, I published mine, uh, basically. And it's and I don't, I don't recall, because I've heard it a couple of times, uh, but I don't recall the source. But I'm going to give credit where credit's due. One of the best... Um, things I've Greg Houston has told me a couple of times like hit the shot that you know you're capable of right uh-huh. like what do you like just cause you're 220 out doesn't mean you gotta try to hit it 220 right like what's the there's a very slim chance you're gonna hit that good that perfect shot there's a much greater chance that you're going to do more damage to your round. Yeah, at best you got one in ten to make that two twenty, at our level. Uh, yeah, because uh, you're using a three wood and going either full send or plus send or right. re- regular whatever. Your two twenty is a long way for us to go. Just it is. So it so if I under normal circumstances I will spray that shot somewhere, and it'll take me three four strokes to get in the cup right from there whereas if i take the conservative approach and lay up you know hit a shot that i know i can hit and then i leave myself with a more manageable yardage you know hit the shot that i know i can hit you know it i I might save if even if i only save one stroke off of the the other option it's still a better it's a better option right you do that over the course of 18 holes and guess what i mean you just shot a way better round than the guy that tries to go for it every time that hit tries to hit every shot that he sees on tv or you know what i mean or oh man that one time i did this um it worked out really well i hit a really good shot and i know i can do it well just because you can do it doesn't mean you're going to like, uh, one of the favorite advices thing that I've ever received, uh, which uh, I want to think I read it and not actually got it in person, but on par fives, you hit, you know, let's say it's $500 yards. You hit your ball, whatever, 200, 250, wh- wherever you want to go. So let's say you hit it 250. Now you got 250 left. You don't have a 250 yard shot. The best way to go, assuming it's safe, of course, is take your 125 club and hit a 125. Mm-hmm. Because now when you get up there, your next shot is from 125. Right. So you just hit that shot. So you get up there and hit the exact same shot, and it's already the feels there, everything's there. Now, I've done it a few times, and it is effective, but, man, when you're 250 out, you're like, eh, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and hit it, you know, 200 and have a 50-yard shot in because, you know, right. why wouldn't I? Uh, and, I mean, at our levels, 
I ain't got nothing for 50 yards. Right. I'm putting, probably. Right. <laughs> right. And and we've seen it a yeah. lot. <laughs> well, that was a little rude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just, it's one of those, I mean, course, course management, you know, at our level, not, I know I've beat this dead horse, too. Should be a priority if I it's mean, not. I have, I have beat this into the ground course management course management course management and you know what i don't even listen to my own <laughs> advice because it's one of those things stop worrying about what the guy next to you is doing you know like you're par three even like you're you're up on and you're like oh i got 165 and the guy you're playing with pulls a seven iron and you're like well shit i'm maybe good for 150 with my seven iron like, but you feel inadequate or some bullshit. Like, it, you're just like, oh, I got to try to do this. If if you hit a four iron 165 and that's your, but you can't, like, there's no shame. There's no judgment. There's no pictures on the scorecard. Get your ball in the hole in as few strokes as possible. How do you know you can do that? I have laid up on par threes because it's a 215-yard hole and i'm like well shit i have nothing i can even put it on the green with but there's a you know 50 yards of fairway before the green where i'm going all right well i'm gonna hit a you know 185 and then i'm gonna you know try to do a bump and run and put it close and still make par and you know what i mean like sometimes that's a better strategy than trying to hit a freaking three wood onto a you know what i mean at our level you're better off getting playing for that bogey on a 220-yard par 3 than you are trying to make a birdie. Because right. your birdie is going to turn into a 6 real friggin' fast. Yeah, for sure. So, that's that was my that was my deal. We did have some people comment. We had some people write in. Um, I, unfortunately, can't look at my phone because, uh, you know, reasons, but... Well, the two main comments we had were both bunker-type things. Is, uh, advice on... Uh, we have... Uh, uh, Gnarls Jade. Uh, we'll call him Sparky. Sparky, okay. Uh, he's just talking about bunker shots where uh, he was told as a lady, I, I don't remember him being a lady, but... You know, when he was when, a very young yeah, lady. Yeah, when he was a young lady. Um, and yeah, I know you corrected later, but yeah, that's not funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier if, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. back when you were a young yeah, lady, you were a lady, before you turned uh, into a man. Yeah, he, he <laughs> talked about picturing it being a dollar bill uh, when your ball's in the bunker and your ball's sitting on, you know... Washington's, Washington's face. face. Where, you know, come on, we you can view it as a 20, right? You didn't have to be a buck. Right. Yeah, come on. You, yeah. Well, I mean, he grew up a, a poor black child, okay. a yeah. young lady. Yeah. Spanky yeah. checks out. Yeah, uh, or then, or spark. We're trying to protect the identity of the innocent. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, he did write in publicly, so uh, <laughs> we can call him Spanky. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Enter the club head at the beginning of the bill and swing through, and still do it today." Along the same lines, S and S pest control base. He's like, "Yeah, I heard the same thing, but it was a you know, think of a fried egg, and the yolks the ball, and you're hitting the start of the." So there's some, I mean, here's the. Um, there's a couple of things there uh, with both of those examples. <coughs> no bunk, no two bunker shots are the same. Uh-huh. You know, you hit so far behind the ball, depending on how how far you're trying to carry it. And then, how, like here in Arizona, you have is it a hard pound bunker? Is right. it a real bunker? Is it you know? Is it just dirt? And you right. Should put it. <laughs> so um, it's one of those things where 
you have to adjust that. But that's a very good rule of thumb for a standard issue. I'm just trying to get it out of the bunker and have it land soft and not just grenade it across the green into the other bunker yeah. or beyond. But it's it's one of those things. I, I think I, I also read somewhere, um, like somebody wrote in, and I don't recall because it was, um, you know, a while ago. It was a lot of beers ago. Um, somebody at our level, right? Like, where is the pin at? The, you know, like, where's... Are where's, you short-sided or not type yeah, of thing? Well, no, I'm not even talking about a bunker shot. I'm talking about an approach shot into a green, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, where's the pin at? It's on the green, right? It's aim for the middle of the green. Like, when you're at our level, like, what are you doing going at pins? Uh, Jack Nicholas won... 19 majors by aiming at the middle of the green he's substantially better putters than we are so he's making a 30 footer like we make 10 footers but that's I mean, how he won everything here's the thing and i was thinking about i actually put a lot of thought into the whole just try to hit the green like what are you doing and i'm not guilty of going at pins i don't give a shit like i don't even own a laser uh range finder like i don't even own one because because i don't friends have them you don't need well them. <laughs> no it's more of a, I don't give a shit if it's 141 or 142. Like, I don't fucking care. I, I use my watch. It gives me front, middle, back. Uh, and generally speaking, middle yardage is, that's, the unless it's like one of those crazy long greens, like um, uh, number, is it 17 at Coldwater? The three-tiered like long green where you're like shit the pins all the way yeah, back there yeah all right i don't want to go at the front of the green but depending on the condition especially in arizona a lot of times i want to go at the front of the green and it's going to roll out you know i'm not putting crazy amounts of spin on the ball i'm not you know stopping it drop and stop right there like i'm going to go at the front of the green or middle of the green worst case if the pins back i might just middle yardage and just try to hit try to hit the middle of the green and your miss, and there's been plenty of times, like, especially at the FU. So the two par threes that I played really well, uh, like, I I hit, it was number eight. We thought, and, we thought you hold out, or about to hold out. Right. And little, little it wasn't long. like, oh, I'm going to go right at this pin. The pin was all the way in the back. And, it, and again, one of those three-tiered greens. But I wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to go right at this pin. I hit the yardage that I thought was going to give me, you know, but my dispersion, like where, where I, I, I don't, I, I'm obviously not that accurate to where I can throw a dart. I'm sitting there going, all right, just, just play the yardage. And my miss was, it went right at the stick. And same thing on number 14, it was like 170 yards, something like that. I just go middle of the green. And my miss was, it actually hit the stick, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, it wasn't like I was going at the pin when I hit the shot on the tee box. I was going at the green, and my miss was it, it went. So sometimes you get lucky. You play at the middle of the green, and we miss a lot of our shots. And guess what? Sometimes that works out to your advantage. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you come up short. Sometimes you know. But if you go, if your if your goal is middle of the green, your miss is going to be, you know, more manageable than if you're trying to trying to go at a pin, over a bunker, or over the water, whatever, just go to the middle of the green, right? So. That's assuming you have an open shot at the green. Uh, there's a lot of times where I got to, you know, 
go under the tree through the woods to get there but you, you're you're sound with the uh the middle is always going to be probably closer than when you're going to hit it if you go for the stick because mm-hmm. every time I've ever gone for the stick, it's usually the, oh, cool, I just pulled that way left, and now I'm the furthest, most distance away, and in three-putt territory. Right. Well, it, I mean, putting's better than... Not. Right. So. That's why I putt from <clears throat> 100 yards and in. We had um, a gentleman write in, say that uh, best golf advice he got wasn't even about playing golf. It was about who you're playing golf with find people that you uh, enjoy playing with and you know he ain't wrong he's not wrong um that has certainly and if you're a member of the mga you can certainly appreciate it uh finding that group of guys this goes back to last week's poll question would you rather play bucket list courses by yourself or would you rather play you know schmo tracks with the boys yeah. right and resoundingly 100 percent was the boys um, definitely enhances the experience for sure. So yeah, you get a good solid golf group that can hang and go places and do whatever. I mean, that's why we play golf, really. I mean, I I play golf because I enjoy the you know hitting the ball, blah blah blah. But it's really the hang. It's you got a four four and a half hour hang. Yeah. With the guys, and we're all playing the same game. We're playing our own individual game. Which makes it to where talking shit is optimal, not optional. Right. And, I mean, how many times have you said to me is, oh, that's a good shot for you. <laughs> that's a great, that is a great <laughs> yeah. shot for you. And, uh, you know, it's it's an endearing moment. <laughs> just like, um, I don't know what kept that out of the hole when you misread the break by five feet. And it just... Or, w- or when we're playing match play and you're 20 yards <laughs> off the green and I go, hey, the good news is you can putt it from yeah, there. Yeah, you can putt from there, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's that's all the fun is the hang. Uh, we're going to Mexico in a couple of weeks, and totally looking forward to redemption at Mount uh, Palace. Yeah. Redemption. We're it's, we're definitely do, we're definitely doing a podcast yeah, post Mayan Palace, and you'll either hear my tears or you know you're gonna hear my uh, resounding how much I kicked ass. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, golf advice. Um, I do have a lot of shag balls left now. Do you? The, yeah, I reloaded. So I'm ready. <laughs> I uh, I don't know that I do. Damn you, my palace. I think all my shag balls are uh, still in my palace. Still no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, well, it see, turns out you can just go off the fairway and you'll find something with a van logo on it. Just saying. <laughs> I am uh, I am not one of those guys that picks up balls in the in the desert or wherever I'm looking for my ball. Yeah. I'm not a oh I picked it unless it's like. A fresh Pro V1 or, no, you know. I'm going with the, my shag balls are, I played around so well that the three-pack that I opened, I only used one. Well, those, yeah, yeah. that's what I have in the bottom of my, yeah. of my bag or leftover from the sleeve that I opened. And then we go to know. Mayan and, you know, I lose them all and start over. Right. But not this time. <laughs> uh, chinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to chinks your chinks on my Prescott trip. Uh, it is. It's the week after Prescott, yeah. so uh, you could be coming off a win. Oh gosh, do you, do you want to bear with me for two days in a cart after that? You're gonna bring your. Big I bring check. my Claire, Claire jug. Yeah, sure. bring. Yeah. You know what? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. taking it. 
pictures everywhere. Yep. Yeah. We're going to saw the top of that thing off just so we can shoot alcohol out of it. <laughs> drill a hole in her head. We're drinking tequila yeah. out of the claret jugs. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm in. Yeah. All right. One of us. All right. New strategy. One of us has to win the uh, right. the uh, Bradish. Uh, I'll go. I'll go ahead and win. All right. Wait, I'll take the uh, pressure put off. Me and Ken together. One of us will win, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, one of us will win in the putt off because we're both shooting eighty <laughs> yeah, with yeah, no yeah, strokes. Yeah, no strokes. It's it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can give you my scorecard now if you want. I'll yeah. Yeah. I'll fill. I'll fill that out. Yeah. Um. What else we got? Uh, that's pretty much uh, all, all we had. Has it been a pretty short week with uh, no lessons? Uh, next week's going to be fully loaded with yeah. uh, the Bradish. Uh, hopefully, Whip can come out for church. I hope. Because uh, we know you're all sick of hearing us. So, yeah. Right. And then uh, Whip, well, I don't know. We'll, can Whip stay up that late? Because uh, he's got to be, you know, tea tying and Prescott at 6 a.m. Ooh, if he's doing that, he's probably going up Thursday night. Yeah. If he's doing practice he's round. He's got figurine time. He does. He's got to get He's got to get all them shits set up. I got to find, I got him a figurine in Hawaii. And see, I don't know. Did you get him one of the Brady Bunch tiki things? It It, it is. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent chinks that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, it's the tiki. Uh, it's the god of money. Oh yeah, Checks which out. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Do I have a would you rather? Um, hmm. Would you rather us make a T-shirt with dicks for fingers and just would you rather with the uh, logo? Or do you want us to make hoodies that just have the average logo? If we're doing the average, so there. First of all, there is no average minute logo. Uh, There's the average uh, Johnson logo. It's it's in the works. Hold please. Uh, okay. So uh, all right. Wheels are turning. Uh, <laughs> things are moving fast. Yeah, yeah. It's a fluid situation. I mean, I said hoodie because it'll be cold before. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Right, we're coming out with the Fourth of July hoodie. Yeah, the sexy yeah. Ocho Fourth of, Fourth July. of July yeah. hoodie. Hey, uh, just in time for the Fourth. <laughs> all your needs. Here's a Patagonia snow jacket <laughs> that zips on the wrong side. <laughs> it's got the <laughs> the Chinese zip. Uh, yeah. No, that's how they do it over there. They're all women. Yeah. <laughs> Everything zips on the wrong side. Uh, I do love that hoodie. Though. It is a great hoodie. <laughs> or, I mean, it's a zippered, uh, a true hoodie. That, yeah, yeah. That shirt and a full true hoodie would be freaking badass, but he reserves those for him and Bruce. Uh, right. Right. Oh, these are one offs. Well, Bruce has one. Okay, they're two offs. <laughs> Uh, so okay, so would you rather? Would you rather have a? Uh, see, I think we got to go full Havasu tank top. I, I for the am, average minute. I am a tank top guy. Oh, you want to have a suit tank top for oh, for the right. average? Right. You know, oh, we're not going white. Because play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. Uh, All right, I'm listening. It's amazing how many people still come over to our boat at the sandbar 
with the average Johnson koozie on their drink. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a thing. So And they all say they listen to the podcast and they don't get any of our jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, uh, 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 we listen to an episode. Oh, really? Which one did you listen to? I don't know. Uh, uh, the uh, one where one of you were talking? Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah, uh, it checks out. It was... Uh, <laughs> no, there was something about uh, would you rather or something. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dicks or fingers? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's it. And that doesn't really narrow it down. Uh, to be fair, she had pasties on, so we weren't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so, so would you rather uh, the logo on the front and dicks just a dicks for fingers hand on the back no explanation just a hand with dicks for fingers on the back right that's a shirt oh that's a shirt uh that'd be a great tank top that would be a great tank top the hand uh see the hoodie i think you would need to have an explanation on the fingers like at least would you rather but um, but the tank top nothing yeah just just nothing just nothing just a hand with it's like, look, I couldn't fingers. afford the whole shirt, so why do you get an explanation? Huh, interesting. I haven't given any thought to uh, average we're average going, minute. We're going full merch. Average minute merch. Those two people <laughs> that listen, are, they're big buyers. They're big, big. They're going to buy enough to where you and I can get a free one. I mean, we'll have to share it, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> average minute merch. How about the golf glove? Where it's dicks for fingers. <laughs> every right, yeah, every yeah. finger's a I'll dick. Get, I'll get Bender on the line right now. <laughs> something something tells me Bender gloves is not going to be. Can, can you make like a uh, skin tone glove with like red tips on the fingers? Oh, what do you want the red tips to look like? Heads of penises. <laughs> full full circumcised, you know, yeah. purple helmet oh, hero yeah. Yeah. situation. Yeah. Circumcised. Uh, we're not. We're not animals. No, no. We're we're uh, gentile. Wait, uh, gentiles. Yeah, gentiles. Yeah, that's the word. Well, I am a gentile, but uh, you know, biblically, uh, they were the uncircumcised, uh, whereas the uh, you know Hebrews. Anyway, we don't need to get yeah, into no. a full. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> we, we've talked about a little bit too much about dicks on this. Uh, it's cleaner. Uh, listen, you, you got to get rid of that turtleneck. It's way too hot for a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> um, yeah, we have no uh, real. Would you rather? Oh, I would uh, tell you that, uh, we'll recap real quick, uh, Prescott's coming up, get your room, get your spot, play Prescott, 56 players, it's pretty impressive. That's as of right now, and we haven't yeah. even gotten the uh, the email from uh, Whip saying, assholes, sign yeah. up and get paid. Yeah, he's kind of doing that, could you pay, that'd be great. There's usually yeah. like, you know, six or eight people that sign up based on that email, so... But well, good time. Uh, we're definitely bar hopping post round. Uh, depending on how early we'll finish, will depend on how early we go out. Uh, oh Christ! There's usually a nap situation. Involved. I would hope there wasn't last year. I didn't participate in one. I I had to go caretake the girls. It was. I feel like it was a long day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you definitely want to be. It's like 
it's basically like a warm up for Vegas because it's kind of the same scene. We go play a golf tournament and then we go yeah. get get smashed, get moonshine pickles. Yeah, we could just bring moonshine, moonshine pickles. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm out. I proved that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, uh, they'll be here Monday. Yeah, they'll be here Monday. <laughs> uh, let's make them watermelon moonshine. Uh, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Stop trying to make watermelon moonshine happen. You got um, you got on the boat again, queued up. Uh, I could probably figure out. Let's go. Go ahead and play us out with a little. You you need to vamp, little Jake Owen. Uh, So, so every year there is a song of the summer, right? When you when you live like average does, um, you know you're on the boat all summer long, right? So there's always that one song that that. You know, it finds you. Like, you don't go, all right, this is officially the song of the summer. It just uh, organically happens to be the song that, that plays the most on your uh, playlist or radio, whatever you're listening to. And uh, last year was, last year was what, Dancing in the Moonlight? Uh, the well, the remake yeah. by Chris Lane. And, yeah, we got to give that to Mrs. Average because that, that was it. And uh, then, Although, Wait in the Truck was a pretty close second with uh, Jessica's. Interview. Yeah, but that wasn't an on-the-boat song. That was more of a uh, when you get to the office. Yeah, how many times can Bob play it on touch tunes? Right, and then uh, we're really happy that K and I plays it every five seconds. Right, y'all welcome. It's that that was on us. Wait in the truck. Yeah, so that was a close second on the uh, song in the summer. Um, this year, man, Mrs. Average really trying to make watermelon Pushing moon watermelon moonshine. watermelon moonshine was a thing, and then and then. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I keep wanting to say Cold Nost, but uh, not Cold Nost. He just looks like Cold Nost. Um, uh, fast Car? Yeah. Luke Combs? Luke Combs. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm, I pulled see, I'm, that out of your I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, <laughs> golf, you know. I'm thinking Luke Combs. Uh, or Cold <laughs> Nost. Uh, listen. No, his name is Luke Combs. Oh, sorry. He comes out with his version, which is... Basically, the exact version of uh, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, yeah. which I'm like immediately going, all right, it's not Watermelon Moonshine, so I'm in on this, right? And I'm I'm pushing Fast Car, and uh, then heroically, valiantly riding in on the white steed is Jake Owen with uh, On the Boat Again, uh, which is a remake of Willie Nelson's On the Road Again, but uh, way uh, better. We're going to go ahead and uh, break some copyright laws here. And, yeah, uh, uh, sue us. We all ready for this shit? So this is the uh, the song of the summer uh, on the average minute uh, boat. Uh, whatever you're going to... Enjoy, gonna, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Get on the boat again. Life I love is drinking cold beer with my friends. I can't wait to get on the boat again. I apologize to everybody for our singing.
Slim chicks in bikinis. They make the mercury feel like a yard. Yeah, they do. Pass the line and see if I can't read one in. Guys fishing out there were catching some fish last Oh, dude, at the sandbar? Yeah, yeah. They, they catch them asshole fishes. Yeah. Oh, they were catching bass. Not just carp. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> Thank God you're here, John Jake Owen. Yeah. Uh, John Redburn. Thank God you're here, John Redburn. That's a different topic. Uh, yeah, listen to that. I can't wait to get on the boat again. I can't wait to get on the boat again. All right. Thank you, Jake Owen. And thank you, everybody out there in podcast land. Until next time, we'll see you in the rough.